team, and welcome back to episode three of the Vite Way podcast. I'm Jesse Rausch, Senior Vice President of Operations here at Vite, and today we're having a conversation with Luke to talk a little bit about his story and his time here at Vite, and we'll uh, as well dig deeper into one of our core values, leaders dig first. Welcome to the podcast, Luke. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So why don't you start by giving us a little bit of background on your life and how you'd ended up at Vite. Well, how I ended up at Vite, I guess I... I went to college as a heavy equipment mechanic up in Staples. Went to work for a different contractor in this uh, London construction, the Bridge Builders. Worked there for three years. It was a long drive. Their shop was in Rosemont. I lived north of, north of St. Cloud. And uh, just got tired of the drive and stopped in here one day and asked if they were hiring. At the time, they said no. And then I got a call about three, four months later uh, if I'd come in for an interview. So stopped in like what i saw i mean all your equipment was nice looking clean stuff talked with the guys i uh, started working here with adrian the other mechanic and we did nights so him and i would roam the metro in the evenings we hours of the night fixing and that was interesting <laughs> we'd see some interesting things to say the least and get the cops called out on us on a pretty regular basis for noise we would pull our tools out prior to the job and we'd show up on the job and hammer out cutting edges as quick as we could and get out of there before the cops would show up a lot of times. So okay. changing bucket pans uh, or buckets. This was in the time before everything had a quick coupler. So right. a lot of bucket changing. Um, so yeah, I did the nights for oh, probably a year and a half, two years, somewhere in there. And yeah, just eventually got and my own service truck, and we got busy in Dakotas and Wisconsin, so I was going from three states back and forth. We were really busy then when I started, you know, from the time I started to now was a oh, huge difference in size. I mean, everything used to come back to the shop and get lined up in the yard, and that's not possible now anymore, right, how big we are. So that's kind of, I don't know, how I got here. Just shopped in and asked if they were hiring. All right. <laughs> Right. So I wasn't even aware uh, that we still, do we still run a night shift? I didn't think we did. Not heavy, no. No. Haven't for quite some time, have we? Yeah, it didn't work out that good. Like you say, you'd get a lot of cop calls and noise <laughs> complaints. And yeah, right. And nobody wants to, let alone. And it was me and Adrian together. So we weren't alone, but yeah. it was still, uh, it was, it was weird. I'd get home. And my wife would be getting up and going to work. So we literally never saw each other all sure. during the week, you know? Yeah. Not easy by any means. You know, working night shift is weird too. Even being on the road is going, not easy. Right? Going to sleep when the sun's going down yeah. or coming up. And then I'd usually try and get up and get here early. So I could, you know, didn't want to be on night shift, but yeah. I did what I, whatever I could to do it. How about, what do you do for fun in your, on your free time? I got two little kids there. I shouldn't say literally six and three and a half going to be four soon. So we like to go boating, I guess, uh, even though it's hardly considering boating when they just, we go out to the middle of the lake and they go swimming, jumping off the boat. <laughs> I'm working on aviation, becoming a pilot. That's super fun for me right now. Uh, I don't know, work around. We got 60 acres at home. So kids love this weekend. We cut four wheeler trails and, Ripping around in the four-wheeler. He's got right. his own little 90, so good. Family the, stuff, pretty much. For those of you that don't know, uh, Luke is also the pull truck driver for for Vite on the, in, in all of your free time, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe talk a little bit about that. Well, it's been, uh, I don't know, difficult with the past seasons here. And this year has opened up. And now we're having basically waiting on turbos. So, you know, it's when they come up to you and ask you want to run the pull truck. It's like, well, I don't know. How do you say no to 2,500 horse? You know, <laughs> I've been doing not pulling, but other uh, horsepower related stuff my whole life. So this was, uh, it was fun. It's it's interesting. You meet a lot of nice people doing that too. Right. And like I say, it's, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> you learn unique, a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Unique. Yep. When's, uh, when can we expect to see again and uh, potentially see again once the, once the truck is back up and running here? Uh, well, I definitely want to make it to Corcoran because that's the close one. And that's always a good pull. That should be, uh, the end of August, I believe. Okay. But I'd like to have it I'd like to go to Austin, and that should be in a week and a half, but still waiting on this turbo from this guy. It's kind of a specialty thing, you know, because the horsepower they put out and the RPMs and things spin and, you know, yep. what that engine originally created, 350, 400 horse, we're tripling that now, you know. So it's a lot of specialty stuff. It's not just off-the-shelf items, but... I really want to make it to Corcoran and I'd like to have a test hook before that. So, right. right. Well, good luck with that. We'll see all the, we'll see how the season shakes out. Um, let's keep moving on to question number two. Each week we are bringing on different team members to speak to different values that we have here at Byte. This week, the value is leaders dig first. Can you speak a little to what that means to you and also what it means for Byte as a whole? Leaders dig first. I would say that's um, like all the interesting things we do. We're not scared to do them. It's devise a plan to safely accomplish it. And uh, yeah, we do a lot of unique work. So for me, that's don't put off for tomorrow what can be done today. It's there's always something to do tomorrow in our field and the maintenance division. So if I'm there on site, something's wrong look at it see what we can do if we need parts whatever i don't know i generally almost never leave the job in a timely manner it's always one more thing hey can you like yep i suppose let's take a look at it let's get it done with you know so um leaders dig first yeah be creative think of uh think outside of the box how we can accomplish these um tasks safely and productively I'm not going to put off any task to someone else that I wouldn't do myself. If it's a dirty, miserable job, I'm not going to make somebody else do it. Anything I would have anybody else do, I've already done it or I'll do it myself too. It's right. I'm not afraid to get dirty and dig in and do it. Right. When I think about your team, the reality is, is, is that if you guys aren't, aren't fixing those machines, aren't keeping those machines on the, on the road, on the, uh, you know, operating, um, this company doesn't turn. Great. doesn't make any money. So if you're not, if your teams aren't, aren't stepping up first and, and leading, uh, leading the charge to, to help us maintain our, our fleet, uh, the lights don't stay on. So I, obviously in my mind, a very uh, a critical piece of the, the team here and a p- critical piece of the uh, puzzle for us. And well, we obviously appreciate what you and your, and your, and your fellow coworkers do for this company and this organization. So Right. Equipment doesn't make money if it ain't moving dirt. It's useless. So, I mean, I don't like to shut something down. If we can get it going right now, get parts coming to fix it correctly, as long as it'll safely work for another day or two, let's, let's do it. But, 
like you say, if it's locked out, tagged out, can't make us any money. Can't. Absolutely. Let's let's discuss a couple other people on your team that you feel really uh, model the value in their work here at Bite as well. Who uh, number one? I would say Grant. It's the guy. <laughs> it's always working. Yep. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, time of the day. He's may not be physically getting dirty, pounding pins, whatever, but he's always on the phone organizing. You know, trying to keep the ball rolling. He takes more phone calls, I'd imagine, dang near than the front desk. I mean, he's a oh, very busy person. So, yeah. no, he's uh, the backbone to our area, the maintenance department. You yeah. know, his plate is definitely full. That's a great example. Absolutely. Um, and it's one guy that I would challenge anybody. If you think you're having a bad day, go pick up his phone for an hour or two and 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 realize <laughs> yeah. realize that things aren't as bad as they, as they, as you may think in your own in your own world. Yeah. So I think his previous calls ever goes back to the previous day. <laughs> no, it doesn't have a long enough list, right? <laughs> right on. That's a great one. That's a great example. We're calling this podcast the Bite Way. It's a phrase we've thrown around for here for a while, and it means different things to different people. What comes to mind for you when you think about doing something the Bite Way? Uh, the fight way would be probably all of our specialized jobs we get. The, like I say, there's a lot of unique divisions we have, and it doesn't seem that we ever turn a job down saying we can't do that. We figure something out, devise a way to do it, um, and yeah, kind of huddle everybody's head together, it seems like. All the other divisions we have, it's it's very unique, uh, a lot of the jobs we get. So it's it's interesting from the from the dredging to diving and even near traditional dirt work and demo and all that stuff. We do some very interesting things here. So I would say that's the right way is, as we're willing to take on anything, grab the bull by the horns and see what we can do to get it done. Absolutely. Right on. So we like to end on a fun note. Can you tell us what's been the, what's been the moment at Vite that made you laugh the hardest and why? <laughs> This was the hardest question for me because <laughs> as people know me, basically, I'm not usually a joke around fun type of guy. I'm usually get there. I'm always working, always trying to get it done so I can get the next thing done and get home to my family. And just usually my days don't end early. I usually don't get home till seven, eight, nine o'clock, sometimes later than that. So, uh, I mean, there's plenty of fun guys that'll leave me uh, some some inappropriate love notes and the equipment when they don't coming and they'll joke around with me and stuff. So yeah. there's been plenty of laughs they had with a lot of, a lot of good people. Yeah. I just can't pick out a one moment where we just got busted rolling laughing. Sure. You know? Sure. But <laughs> I can only imagine some of the pranks and some of the, some of the, like some of the notes, like you mentioned. Yep. Um, yeah. There's praise and thanks notes, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. They're usually, uh, <laughs> inappropriate that's the industry we're in right. construction so it's i laugh them off and usually leave them something back you know yeah but. <laughs> take for tag a little bit yeah how many years you've been here at bike uh, i was got to ask you that 15 years uh, a couple months ago sorry congratulations yeah it's a good uh, good stint right yeah a lot of change since you started here yeah what's been the biggest change for you for that you can if you can think about it what's been the biggest uh, overall change here at Vite since we since your first day. Oh, just our footprint to where we when we started, you know, and out of town work was southern Minnesota. Now it's I've been to Alabama, Texas, uh, you know, 
Wisconsin, North Dell, you know, just our footprint is way bigger than it used to be. I never imagined I'd be flown to a job site before. Never, ever thought I would be doing that. So right. that's the biggest thing for me is our area that we cover now. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming here today and talking with me. It's, uh, it's great to have you on the team and we can't thank you enough for all the work that you do here. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode where I'll be talking to Linda Zupan about the, her time here at Byte and talking about the value of real relationships and hearing how this has played out in her work. Until then, let's get back at it. <laughs> let's get back at it. Back to it. Until then, let's get back to it. There you go.